Well, good morning and welcome again to another one of my podcasts, Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded. I'm your host, Herbrish. And today I'm going to be talking to you about a couple posts from Facebook. So with that said, I'll be right back. Well, as you can see, I got on my screen uh, those posts I was going to talk to you about. And uh, I have a couple friends on Facebook, uh, and I belong to a couple different groups. And this one is entitled, I Am the True Vine. And uh, Todd Zerlick posted this about a post that uh, Keith Sherwood put on Facebook. And let me uh, just read what, uh, what Todd had to say first. He said, Brother Keith Sherwood did a post on Romans 1, 18 through 19, and it made me pause. And, and he really, at the reality of the truth of these verses, after you read this post slowly, Scroll down to Keats Sherwood's post and read what he, he posted. Please read this. You will be blessed. And truly, I read it and I was blessed. Okay, first, this is what Todd had to say. Uh, and by the way, we are, just happens to be in Romans in our scripture reading meetings. And well, we're all the way in Romans 6 now, but we covered part of this in our first uh, our first uh, recording that we did uh, on our scripture reading. You'd have to go back and try to find it. Uh, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all sinful, ungodliness, and wickedness, unrighteousness of all people who hold down the truth of unrighteousness because that which is known about God is evident within them, in their inner consciousness. For God made it plain and evident to them. Amen. I'm going to pause for a minute here because I feel a sneeze coming on. He continues on after uh, the inter introduction. The right, inter, introducing the righteousness that comes from God, uh, Romans 1.17, Paul presents overwhelming evidence, a man's sinfulness, which underscores how uh, desperately we need this righteousness that only comes, uh, only comes from God, that God provides for faith alone in Christ. The wrath of God is not an uh, impulsive, uh, out of control of anger against the people who God does not like. That's not what the wrath of God is. The wrath of God is a settling, determining, decree, response of the righteous, holy Lord God against sin and unrepentant unbelievers and then he names all this scripture it's on the screen you can look it up yourself 
And that is exactly what the scripture says. The wrath of God is revealed more accurately. It is constantly revealed. In other words, it's never ending uh, to uncover and make visible or make known God's uh, reveals his wrath in two ways, indirectly and directly. First, indirectly, through the na uh, natural consequences of violence, his universal moral laws. So through his law, we have it indirectly. And then directly, through his uh, personal intervention, the Old Testament records from the sentence passed on Adam and Eve to the worldwide flood from the fire and brimstone uh, that leveled Sodom and, and Gomorrah to the uh, Babylonian captivity clearly displays direct intervention of God. The most graphic revelation of God's holy judgment and holy wrath against sin was when he poured out divine wrath on his only son on the cross. And that is so profound. God has uh, various kinds of wrath. First of all, he has eternal wrath on all who inhabit hell. And then he has his eschatological wrath, which is the final day of the Lord. That's when the Lord comes. And we read that in the book of Revelation. And chrysomistic uh, wrath, like the flood and the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, this is where we see uh, a climax of his wrath uh, on when he poured it out. And then the consequential wrath, which is the principle of sowing and reaping. You reap what you sow. And I know that was true in my life because I reaped some havoc because of my actions. And then five, the wrath of abandonment, which is removing, restraining, the and letting people go, uh, go to their sins. Uh, see example in Psalms and Proverbs and Hosea. You can look up the scriptures. Here in Romans 1.18, we have this. This is God's wrath of abandonment. The wicked and the pursue their sins and its consequences. In Romans 1 verses 24 through 32, read it and you'll understand what what Todd is saying here. The ungodliness is the lack of reverence and worship for a true living Lord, God, which are the those who have no relationship with the Lord. In Jude, verses 14 and 15, there's only one chapter. And unrighteousness is the result of ungodliness, a lack of thoughts, word, or deed for the character and the law of God, they live in disobedience. Although they have the evidence of conscience, 
and we see that in Romans, uh, and creation, and God's word, which uh, irrefutable uh, people without history and people today choose to resist God and reject Jesus Christ by living their darkness and holy, holding fast to their sins. This is the judgment that is the cause of uh, indictment, the test by which people are judged and based for, their, for the sentence. The light has come into the world and the people love darkness rather than light, for their deeds were evil. Those who do evil things hate the light and will not come to the light because they do not want their evil deeds exposed, judged, and condemned. Simply, God has made himself known to all people because he sovereignly planned uh, evidence of his, his existence and the very nature of people. Our conscience, our conscience tells us there's a God and by reason of his moral laws. You know, we know right from wrong that is instilled in us and that is a God consciousness. Now Romans one twenty, for the invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. His invisible attributes refer to specifically to the two uh, mentioned, and we talked about them, his eternal power and his divine nature. His eternal power, the un- created Lord God is the creator who made all things that we see and he constantly sustains his creation that includes us that is awesome power oh what power God has his uh, divine nature who God really is his faithfulness his kindness his generosity or is uh, just just who God is. He's love. Yeah, he's the essence of love, not hate. The Creator alone is clear that God exists. Just look around at His creation, and you will see that God does exist. Who could make a world, or who could make us? Uh, even one part of us, uh, our eyes, our nose, our, you know, we can smell, we can taste, we can hear. God made us this way, and it just didn't happen by chance. All people are without excuse on Judgment Day, especially those who reject God's word of truth and his only son as the way to be forgiven of sins. And again, look up the scriptures. God provides a way for people to hear the gospel. Now, Kurth uh, Sherwood, or Keith Sherwood, posted this. 
Romans 1, verse 18. And this is what actually uh, spurred uh, Todd to post what he posted. The unrighteousness of man holds the truth in unrighteousness, or rather knowing the truth, he surpasses it. The wrath is revealed against such and reveal, revealed in giving mankind over to depravity and without natural affections, uh, so that they are evidently worthy of death. And then he talks about a word, and it's a Greek word, pronounced dela, or berated action, to harm another is devoid of the love of God and the violence of nature, natural affections. I suspect most of us are guilty, but as the word of God uh, erects us, we must change and we and as we are deliberately acting in love they will come a day when it becomes our character so we so we will own it uh practice makes perfect and then holding the truth of unrighteousness is the most serious matter Innocence is the strongest defense of all, but if we know the truth and obey it, knowing the judgment, disobey it, knowing the judgments of God, we are in error. So these following verses about humanity in general also apply to us, the difference being we will be judged in this world that we might not be judged in the one to come. And this is a, a message to Christians. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. So the theology of these early chapters, though we are saved, must affect us too. We cannot look at them as uh, far as from afar. In verse 19, that which is known about God is known within mankind. Uh, the evolutionary theories are debunked by fossils as we have down through the ages species becoming extinct not more species appearing, which is the reverse of evolution and tells us of the day of creation. Man from the day of creation knows God and in the same way as creation, biblical belief and uh, ad adoption of God and his word has declared the uh, religious have been invented by those who know God deliberately and independent of and from him, from God have been 
determinate action within has not only the knowledge aspect, but the nature, natural aspect of physical and natural fitness and emotions. Men and women have a natural need emotionally and physically for each other and to deliberately leave that God gives physical needs in creation to burn in desire for the same sex relationships is the evidence of departing from that which is right, good, and of God into depravity and foolishness, verse 21, and from God's moral protection, verse 24, and to the depravity, disobedience, and impurity follows in verses 23 and 24. As a result of this complete severance from God's alternative uh, religion is invented in verse 25. Then sexual depravity follows, verse 26, 28. And all evil follows that in verse 29 through 31. The list is shameful, and shamefully, some of our following in believers, literally, isolation, arrogance, boastfulness, inventors of evil, disobedience to parents, no understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, without mercy, unloving, for this reason, we cannot stand afar of as though we have no guilt, for this list brings us near. These sins in verse 32 cause the judgment of God and the great white throne, or while we live and are worthy of death. So we believers have no excuse either. We need to get on our knees and change our ways. For those who now follow what is error without God, we need to preach the gospel from a pure heart life and not give approval for such things. And I have family members that approve of homosexuality, and we know that it's wrong, and God is going to judge it not just sexual depravity, but also the evil characteristics of insolent, arrogance, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedience to parents, no understanding, untrustworthy, unloved, without mercy, unloved. This is a sad portion of scripture that we're talking about in the first chapter of Romans. And I just wanted to share this with you, that it's all around us, and the world is trying to push all these sins down our throats, and we have to stand firm and say, no, God disapproves of all it is, and live godly, uh, holy lives for our Lord Jesus Christ. With that said, I'm going to end this podcast. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to it, and I hope you got some real truths out of what I'm saying and what these posts were on Facebook. There's some good stuff out there, but you got to look for it because there's so much evil and so much corruption in the world. Bye for now. God bless.